Welcome to Flourish, where we explore how to nurture, coach, and inspire the next generation for success and let their genius flourish. I'm your host, Diane Planadin, and I am so excited. This has been a year of the Flourish Mom podcast slash YouTube channel, and I am thrilled to announce that we have completely blanketed the globe. We're in over 35 countries, over 25,000 people have listened or watched or downloaded the show. The stats, you know, get a little blurry because not everybody logs in, etc, etc. But never mind, never mind. I think those are super exciting ideas and thoughts that have been shared. And thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for supporting this show. And today I wanted to talk about working from home, working from home with kids, or just kids working from home. Because there is a lot of changes going on right now and people are mm, coping, not coping, maybe struggling a little bit on how do you do this? Nobody's ever taught how to homeschool or be self-taught without a little bit of guidance and coaching and ideas and understanding. So today's all about you around the globe, wherever you are. I know some of you are struggling or maybe you know somebody who is, so feel free to also share the show with them. And I wanted to keep it a little bit simple because the one thing about working from home is it can become overwhelming, like overwhelming, and you don't know where to start. And that's where you begin. So we're going to do five tips today, five helpful tips. Plus I will have a printable cheat sheet available on the flourish.mom website. So let's get started. Tip number one, make a nest. Yes. What do I mean by that? Well, whether it's you working from home on your own, if it's your entire family, if it's your teenagers that are home from high school, or even if you're a university student that was really hoping to be on campus by now, and that's not going to happen. You need to build yourself and those around you a nest place where it's your space. It's your quiet space. It's your own space. And that means you personalize the space. So you gather around and make it your own. You make your own little nest. This is where I do my work. This is where I have my quiet time. This is where I don't have any distractions. And this is possible. Even if you live in a small house, Even if you share an apartment, it's possible. Perfect world, you don't want any outside noises or distractions, but when other humans are living there, (laughs) or pets, sometimes that's difficult. So you need to put on your headphones and you need to create a space that's indicative of you. It doesn't have to be expensive. 
You may or may not be involved in technology in order to work. I don't know what your personal situation is, but maybe you want to just set up like, okay, if I was in a classroom, what would I be doing? If I was in a library, what would my workspace look like? If I need to create, if I need to take notes, if I need to draw, what does that look like? What does your own space look like? And the reason I say you have to make it your own space is because I've been seeing a lot of posts online, you know, kind of like funny posts from parents or whomever saying, well, here's me and my two kids all in front of a laptop and Sally and Johnny are learning a new language while I'm writing a thesis for my latest research. Hmm. That sounds pretty distracting. Cute, but it's not in it for the long haul. Similarly, uh, <laughs> Twitter, a Twitter user uh, showing her son hanging upside down off his desk. Uh, well, he turned off the uh, you know camera on the Zoom. <laughs> it's like no, no. I mean, it's cute. It's funny. And the child's probably going to grow up to be a world leader or a baby genius or, or whatever. But the thing is, is that when you create a nest, you have your own space. And that is where you focus. Tip number two, use the power of paper. Use what is around you because this does not have to be an expensive endeavor. Use all your cognitive abilities when you're learning, when you're focusing, when you're doing. And that will bring success a little bit quicker, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say you will um, absorb a little bit faster. And I say use all your cognitive abilities because when you can see the big picture, when you write things down, it triggers something up in your brain, that powerful CPU we all have, and it retains the information. So let's say, for example, you are on a, a Zoom or Skype or video conference. Let's just call it a video conference call, depending on where you are in the world, depends on what technology you're using. So when you're on that call, and you don't have any other technology around you, you have a piece of paper beside you and you're writing everything down. Because our minds like to wander. But if we are on purpose writing things down as we're watching them online, then we can go back to our notes and play it again in our imagination. So when you want to remember what a person is saying online, use the power of paper and use all of your senses to really draw that in. You have to really draw it in because boredom will kick in and then all of a sudden that kid is flipping upside down on a desk and turning off the camera. <laughs> okay, super cute photo, but major distraction. And if you have something else to pseudo distract you, like a piece of paper and a pencil or a pen, 
making notes, that will help you be engaged. It will help you stay accountable and it'll help you again, stay focused. Number three, develop a schedule. This may be the most important step, but I chose it as tip number three, because now we've talked about creating your nest. Now we've talked about how you can use the power of paper to keep you focused. And when you have a schedule, then you become accountable. Because let me tell you, when you're working from home, and I've been working from home with and without children, with and without pets, (laughs) for quite a long time. A long time. Long enough that I know, I know these things. I know these distractions. I know these vortexes called the dishes can distract you. I know that my pet is my biggest distraction. You need a schedule. You do. The fun thing about doing a schedule is, say there's four of you in the family, that you only have one nest, so you all have to share a nest. You take turns. You have schedules and you take turns. The difficulty will become in the expectation that children are on live video streams at all times. And I'm not sure how that's going to all unfold because I am not an educator. But what I do know is that what worked for my child and for me and for countless others is that if you have a schedule, when you were normally, let's say, at the office at 9 a.m. or you were normally supposed to be in a seminar at university at 9 a.m., wherever you were supposed to normally be at that time, be there. You have to be there virtually, be there. The interesting thing about working from home is you no longer have that commute. You no longer have the rush out the door. So you can find some little time pockets. I'm sure of it. You can find those little time pockets rather than sleeping in a little bit longer, which we all love to do. I know I do. I love sleeping. (laughs) I have to be at my desk in my nest by 9 a.m., which means now we are forming a home habit. And this home habit can be just five days a week. It doesn't have to be seven days a week. But now we're forming a new habit because we have a schedule. And the Big key here is involve everybody on the schedule. Look at everybody's big picture schedule because it's going to be very, very difficult if you do not respect each other's time. Everyone's time is important. And I'm going to say (laughs) the H word again. It becomes a habit. 30 to 60 days though. And that's why I chose to do this episode when I did, because now we're back to school, we're back to work, summer vacation's over, all over the world, and it is time to power down. And that's what September is all about. Getting organized, getting focused, coming up with a schedule, 
and working backwards in the schedule. That is the big, big key. If you can work backwards, say, okay, if I have to be at my desk by 9 a.m., what do I need to get done before that? There you go. So maybe you have to get up at 6 a.m. if you plan on doing something extra. Maybe as a parent, if you're supposed to be online at a given time and your child's supposed to be online at the same time, you're going to have to figure out how you're going to create that schedule so that there is mutual silence, the cone of silence for everybody. And I mean, it's super cute when you see like somebody working at home and their kids in the background or the dogs running around, super cute. The whole idea here is in order to not go crazy working at home, in order not to feel that your child's an inconvenience, scheduling really works. Number four, in your schedule, you need to plan on mini breaks. Now as adults, we don't necessarily need the mini breaks as much. I mean, we do like breaks, but we don't need them. Children, on the other hand, need those mini breaks. And the whole idea with the mini break is to create a reward system. And I do this for myself. <laughs> I think if I write 2000 words, then I'm going to reward myself with fill in the blank. If I blank, I'm going to blank blank. You fill in the blanks. So let's say you are mm, struggling with keeping away from technology and you are not controlling it, it's controlling you, and you keep getting distracted by technology, make that the reward. Make that, okay, if I can sit through this meeting, I'm gonna reward myself with a mini break of 10 minutes just to check in. Whatever social media site you like to check in on, because we all love to touch our phones. I'm not going to argue about that. I'm just saying take control and use it as your reward. Because if you show your child, okay, Johnny, let's get on the conference call, Zoom call, whatever. And at the end of the lesson, you can have a little break. We're going to do jumping jacks. We're going to play Mario Kart. We're going to check in online with your friends. Whatever is really, really important, use that as the reward. And it, and it works for adults as well as children. If you're taking a mini break, put that into the schedule and it becomes a reward schedule because then you can say, okay, Johnny, it's time to get back to work. Oh, mom. This is where you have to be firm. No, no. No, no. Look at the schedule. We have a schedule. If we, if we fall behind schedule, then your day is going to be longer. 
So let's stay on schedule because the next reward for you to be back online with your friends or shooting some hoops or, or whatever you want to do, staying active, of course, is very important. Let's stay on schedule. And then the rest of the day is gravy, gravy. So it really does work. You need a habit to make this work and you need the discipline and you need the strength to just say no, 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 let's just stay, let's stay on schedule so we can have all that free time at the end when everything's done and the papers are put away. It's super, super important to take those mini breaks, but use them as a reward. Number five is twofold. You keep that positive vibe going, even when you're not feeling it. You have to be supportive. Even if it's to yourself, you keep that positive vibe going. And also you keep your nutrition going. Brain food, good food, healthy food, that is going to feed your soul because you're exercising your brain quite a bit right now. You're working from home. You got domestics, you got children, you have pets, you have so much going on around you. You need to stay healthy. You need to have a mini break and walk outside. But if you can keep a positive vibe going, because your children are not an inconvenience, no ma'am, nah, -uh. you need to keep supportive, even when you don't feel it. Because let me tell you, if you have children, they are so intuitive. They are sponges, they catch on. Mommy's not happy about this. I'm making her angry. And no, you're not. You're actually not. <laughs> Mommy just is learning how to work from home, keep a nice house, keep everybody fed and watered and walked, including the pets. So she gets stressed out. But mommy, I'm just telling you right now, if you need a moment and you're not keeping that positive vibe, and I'm just using mommy for an example because I am one, <laughs> it can be anyone, take a moment. Take a moment, stay strong. You need to be supportive. Everyone's going through this around the world. This is not one person's problem. It's not two people's problem. It's not one family's problem. It's not even one country's problem. Keep that in mind and you'll be able to maintain a positive vibe. Take a little mini break when you need it. Find your Zen moment and that will also nourish you. It will keep you, keep you healthy and happy. 30 to 60 days though. And that's why I want to do this episode now so that you can start implementing these ideas and maybe just restructure a little bit at home and you think well how am I going to create you know four nests at home you can do it you're imaginative you're creative and you can look to your children for ideas 
Yes, because if you engage them and just say, hey, you know, we want to create this nice working space that's not distracting. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? Like, where should we where should we put the schedule up? Should we put it up in the kitchen so everybody sees it every morning? Should we put it up in the bathroom so you see it on the mirror when you start your day? And just just really engage your children, your spouse, your roommates, whomever, whatever it takes to get it done for you. That's the important part. Keep in mind, this is all going to take some practice. It's going to get uh, some brainstorming going. It's going to take some imagination. It's going to require collaboration and, uh, you know, some patience. So hang in there. You got this. You can do this. It's going to be amazing. And it's going to be mm, the new norm for a little bit. I, I hope not forever because we are social beings and it is fun to get out and about. But when you have to power down and, and, and stay home or retool how things are working, uh, just take those little steps, stepping stones, one at a time. Practice makes perfect. You know, Beethoven didn't learn how to play the piano in a day. So it'll, it'll take some time, but it'll be totally worth it. Because we're all born with a gift. We're all born with purpose. Life's journey is to hone and develop that gift. This purpose changes within, and your environment is going to keep changing. So go with the flow. Live well. And remember to visit the flourish.mom website and get the download for your handy five tips i would love to hear from you so until then have a great day